Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show. Today we discuss about ACO and we can touch topics about digital marketing as well. I'm excited to discuss all uh, possible questions with Emmanuel Petrescu. How are you? Hey, hi, Anatoly. Hi to your audience. I'm fine. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty well. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, uh, when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> I have two dogs and they uh, share positive feeling, you know, uh, attitudes uh, for the whole day. And um, I try to avoid any negative emotions. That's why, yeah, I'm feeling good, you know. It's like uh, uh, to set up your positive mindset. Why you decided uh, to take this topic and uh, share more insights about you and uh, your occupation, yeah. Thank you so much, Anatoly, for that question. Well, digital marketing encompasses so many aspects of what we do today, and digital marketing is the actual marketing right now. Uh, I started off uh, a while back, I guess, uh, in the early 2000s, <laughs> how I like to say, when I had my own business. And it, since I didn't have any budget, I kind of like learn how to build a website, how to promote it, uh, what's on the technical aspect, as in the title tags, the links and the backlinks uh, acquired uh, using keywords. Back then you could stuff keywords and it was still okay to rank pretty well. So um, that's how I learned. Then I pursue other uh, topics, but I always uh, started consulting people mostly on their digital marketing uh, uh, and online presence overall, how to establish a solid online presence so people can, can uh, find them. And later on, I took several jobs within the agencies. And for uh, a little while, I decided to slowly focus on the SEO aspect of the digital marketing part. Uh, you know, I completely agree with this point because uh, I often see when marketers try to cover a lot, you know, Facebook, pay-per-click, uh, I don't know, events uh, and something like this, you know, uh, you can't be successful everywhere. Of course, it's better to focus in one direction to be the best. Um, uh, I remember when uh, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, was asked about his son uh, and uh, the uh, the question was, uh, do you want uh, to see your son as a uh, soccer player? He replied, yes, I, I want. But uh, if uh, he doesn't want to play football, uh, uh, I want to tell him to be the best in any niche uh, that he chooses. For example, even a doctor. Yeah, why not? But be the best, you know. I think it's the same with digital marketing. When uh, people try to cover a lot of aspects, uh, for example, uh, I, I often see many marketers uh, on Twitter and when I started my LinkedIn journey, uh, I got it. No way. I can't compete with them. Even I need to compete with Elon Musk to get this engagement <laughs> because he, he gets a lot of them. And uh, I, I chose LinkedIn and I, I think yeah, it's the right approach to focus. Uh, and, you know, I have uh, the same experience uh, when I started SEO. Uh, searching for keywords, uh, link building, uh, and um, it changes all the time. Uh, I think that uh, uh, SEO is more complicated. Uh, and uh, tell more about uh, researching keywords, how to find them uh, keywords, how to group them, how to choose keywords that you want to get results. More insights. Mm -hmm. 
Right, I was uh, still laughing when you said that Cristiano Ronaldo told his son, you can be everything you want, even a doctor. It's like, it's something bad <laughs> becoming yeah. a doctor or whatever, <laughs> yeah. So, as you said, uh, digital marketing and SEO especially evolves. Uh, it's very dynamic. So, what's available this morning maybe will be completely obsolete or even damaging your, your entities and your website by the end of the night, by the end of the day, right? So uh, I guess uh, we need to understand that the search engine, as in Google, <laughs> uh, only mm -hmm. wants to offer its users, the people who perform the query, the best possible answers for those queries. That's simple. Hey, we cracked the billion dollar alg algorithm, right? <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all about matching the intent with uh, uh sounds easier than, than it is right so mm -hmm. i always try to look for what what people are actually looking for and especially in niches uh niche, niches have the uh especially some niches have uh, their own channels right on reddit you'll find lots of interesting stuff and lots of subject and what people are actually talking you know back in the day you know you used to go to the market to hear what people were talking and make your financial decisions based on that or what they were thinking about politics about the new ruler and so on so i kind of like see reddit at that point uh some as a something something similar you kind of like get a sense right any any search start any uh research or keywords and intent and also about the subject starts 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 with the search engine itself right so on the first page when you put your seed keyword that should tell you more or less about 80 percent of what your campaign should be should be based on what people are looking what kind of results are and how you can fit your site or your client site into one of those uh, top top positions it depends obviously on many many other factors such as the history how many years he has been in business if he has some sort of an authority so i say but um I think and it's proven that that's kind of like the the right approach. Okay, uh, which metrics are most important for uh, keyword uh, research? For example, um, uh, I often get clients who uh, tell me, uh, "Can you promote uh, the keyword finance or weight loss?" And when I check out their websites, no authority, you know, no uh, high quality content. Uh, I'm not sure it's a good approach. <laughs> no, when you try to overcome big companies, uh, some of them can cost billion dollars. You know, <laughs> uh, trying to uh, rank these keywords. Uh, tell uh, uh, how to find keywords, uh, for example, for a new website that uh, uh, has no authority, trust, and um, yeah, it's only uh, the start of this journey. Uh, how to find the right keywords and choose priorities with them? Based on what you said, uh, we need to reiterate that, especially e-commerce, 80-90% of all e-commerce businesses compete with Amazon, compete with Walmart, and all these giants. So, uh, there's, there's a wrestling match right there. But, um, what I do, first of all, if it's a new site and a new company, I try to tell, depends on the owner, right? But if there's someone else, I tell it, be patient. You won't see results as easy as soon as you might think. SEO is not as opposed to paid advertising, doesn't have an on and off switch that you can turn on and off and get traffic and so on. It's the long term game and it pays and it pays good, but you need to be patient. Then obviously we start with the, the research, start uh, to figure out the intent and start with the long tail keywords that are the so-called low hanging fruit. 
you address and try to come up with the best answer again for what people are searching for. Usually long tail keywords are what we call from the seed keyword, uh, a derivative of that, that ask a specific question, which has less volume and less, um, you have a better chance of ranking for that keyword as opposed to something so general as in weight loss or <laughs> finance mm -hmm. and so on. And obviously it's uh, uh, unrealistic to even uh, include a keyword like finance or, or weight, uh, weight loss in any kind of report, especially if, if it's a new site. If you are have been in business and for a while and run a, a, a good number of uh, volume trading, that product you might might uh, get a chance but usually you start with, with the long tail and try to address uh, uh, address again the people's question because that's something i i still want to learn learn to go deep myself in uh actually matching that and writing for the people being more important than uh taking uh, all the other factors uh, in consideration mm -hmm. Okay, got it. Yeah, valuable. Okay, uh, tell me more about, um, for example, uh, if I choose long tail keywords, yes, uh, I want to promote them. What's the next step? For example, I have a list of long tail keywords, uh, big list, uh, probably a hundred keywords, uh, something like this. Uh, what is the next step if I have no content? To create some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. That's a that's a starting point. Obviously, you look for uh, for the. Um, the quick, quickest way possible, even a question, even an answer might not be as easy as one might think to, to put it all together. But you look for the volume, you look for a specific senior area because some questions are more tailored to, to the uh, certain certain locations. So uh, I personally will look for, for uh, the volume and more searches, um, volume, more interest and so on. And also competitors right what are they doing and how you can better address better answer the questions already your competitors are addressing and if there's any opportunity to add something extra uh, add some more information some insights that you uh, a theoretically a guy who has experience in the field can bring some something unique from his, all of his years of experience from that uh, um, niche uh, weight loss i'm assuming he's been in business for for some time or, or finance he has seen and consulted so many people and there's always something so small let's say opportunity right that mm -hmm. they only tell uh, his clients in person you can easily add that to that so the, it's a mix it's a synergy between the consultant the seo and the the client who can also provide some valuable insights on top of what the seo manager along with the copywriters and all the technical team has put together i always like that sparkle some some unique content some unique insights from from uh, the client itself i think that's one one of the approaches yeah you know from my experience i often see when uh clients don't understand uh the uh, user intent you know of uh, choosing keywords uh and uh, the main issue they usually try to cover a lot of keywords from the first attempt uh, when they have limited resources they can create uh, a lot of high valuable uh, and quality content um, uh, how you can lead clients uh, uh, who don't know where to start uh, for example if you have the list of keywords uh, uh, how to choose priorities and uh, how to uh, create this high quality content because um, uh, i often see when websites have 
uh, good content. Uh, not bad, but you know, it, it doesn't relate it with user intent. You know, people are searching for something else. And uh, especially if we are talking about long tail keyword, that means um, your content should be specific to these keywords, you know, to reply to the questions that people might ask on these keywords. Yes. How to uh, learn this user intent and choose priorities? Yeah, two questions. Uh, I've, I think I didn't say that, but I worked for uh, close to four years for um, a company that worked exclusively with uh, uh, lawyers from US. Mm-hmm. So um, that's, that's an interesting niche. And <laughs> those clients are quite peculiar. There's also a balance, ex modus in rebus, there must be a balance in everything. So the client and some clients who are more, have a more stronger personality really, really will want to monitor the, some keywords specifically, or they consider that those guys are my competitors, although the the search says otherwise, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. the real life competitors versus their online competitors. Now to answer your question, data should be uh, the first place we should go to make base uh, to make our decision based on that. So we look at the data and see what exactly is happening. For example, lawyers. Lawyers will want to focus more on um, the division of property division when actually adoption brings more more traffic and more interest and even they get more more funds uh, to the site. So it's one thing to tell them something very general and another thing to actually tell them, uh, look, this is what's what's happening. This is what the data shows us. Then again, the is um, also able to confirm. Uh, that by, you know, oh, yeah, I've been getting a lot of calls or a lot of people showed interest in that specific type of things. So, again, there's a mix, but data is where I go. And lots of, I have seen, I learned this from others, right? Lots of SEOs say, go there and, and make your decision based on what the data says. And usually uh, it's it are the right decisions. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about uh, lawyers. Yes. <laughs> For example, uh, you know, um, uh, if uh, your client uh, is a lawyer and uh, he uh, he replied to you, uh, uh, you know, uh, writing is not my uh, best site. Uh, I can win uh, in courts. You know, I can uh, help uh, my clients uh, to uh, I don't know to refund money from <laughs> some companies. But I'm not good with writing. Uh, and um, uh, what to do? Uh, for example, uh, uh, in most cases. Um, Webmasters go to Upwork and hire uh, some uh, broad copywriters who write about everything. You know, for example, when I check out this text, uh, uh, sometimes I can't understand it's good text or not. But if I read this text about digital marketing, I can tell you it's good or not because, uh, yeah, uh, it's my it's my uh, direction. I can uh, uh, understand the quality, you know, uh, I mean, like the quality of context, not, uh, I mean, like content. And... Uh, uh, how to help uh, clients who can't write uh, to uh, write text for for content? I'm going to expand a little bit on the question, and we are. Uh, I'm going to go back at the beginning of our conversation when you said that digital marketing is a SEO, but also email marketing, paid advertising, um, social media, and so on. Well, SEO by itself is not just that. There's a lot of things, and I I didn't find a person who can write. A beautiful piece of content that acts well and also code the website in a matter that yeah. <laughs> is very fast and do everything else and also uh take out the the link building aspect of, of the website you know to build all those links 
that person know the seo usually is the person he's like like a manager right uh, making a parallel like you said with with soccer with football uh, he's a he's the um, uh, manager who manages uh, the contacts with all these people so it's you who need to build trust with the client and it's you who need to deliver something of a high quality and i i was uh, happy to find good people on upwork myself I actually found some some talented ones. Uh, obviously, I went through a lot of uh, uh, trials and errors, but you might find it uh, there. But it needs you need to do the work regardless. So a copywriter will deliver some some good content. Uh, let's say you you find that perfect person, you pay them ten dollars for two thousand <laughs> two thousand uh, words of uh, an article, and it's good. But you still need to do some of your work yourself. You, you still need to let's say uh, get in contact with a designer to create a nice uh, nice graphic for that let's say blog post, right? You still need to spend some time to actually read that content and also verify it, and also uh, see, especially in the law industry, which is very. Uh, the Google, the search engine Google is very peculiar in what he chooses to rank. And it makes sense because you cannot give people just uh, any kind of information just like that to take it for granted, right? And you need to spend some time building uh, the authority of that uh, of that article, you know, uh, insert some some links to external sources. Sometimes the some uh, sources are quoted and you need to, you know, put put that in there. So there's, there's a team. Oh, the SEO takes uh, wears a lot of hats, but ideally there's a team and there are dedicated people. And you, as the SEO, as the person, is the manager and delivers the client the final product. He doesn't need to know, and he wouldn't want anyway to deal with all the things, you know, back and forth. This is it. Okay, this is good. This is not. Let's change this. Let's change that. But ninety percent of ninety uh, percent uh, of the final product should be delivered to the client by the SEO, but he manages the content writers and the graphic designers and everything else that needs to be done for that content to serve the people query that's it yeah you know you remind me uh, the situation when uh, i got a new client and um, uh, he uh, had a blog about weight loss supplements and um, um, with traffic uh, not bad uh, like uh, hundred thousand people a month and he came to me because um, uh, he he got uh, Google uh, filter, you know, uh, that was uh, uh, penguin, uh, and uh, he lost uh, a lot of traffic, uh, recovered uh, without my help, just uh, disallow many uh, these uh, backlinks, uh, and uh, he asked me to help because uh, the previous agency couldn't uh, get results, um, uh, even uh, to uh, to get this filter. And I found on his website that uh, all titles were written for the sake of having them, you know, without uh, considering keywords, without uh, adding. Uh, I mean, like, you know, when you write titles, it's better to give a strong reason to open your content because 80% of titles uh, uh, not open because people usually scan the top 10 results. Uh, they uh, have no time to read them. They scan if you can get their attention. Uh, yeah, they might click to your title. That's what I do. Uh, 
Yeah, and you know, I rewrote all this, uh, uh, not all these titles here, uh, I don't remember how many pages he had, many pages, like uh, a few uh, thousand pages, but uh, I, I opened Google Search Console to uh, uh, analyze pages that have traffic, and uh, uh, and we wrote uh, titles for these pages, and traffic increased two times for a month, and he told me, you know, you're a magician, <laughs> I replied to him, no, no, I'm not a magician, well, he told me, no, no, you know, all SEOs tell me I need to wait six months, 12 months to get results, but you got results for, for a month. Uh, you know, um, I didn't yeah, but do even any... touch the website, right? Only a yeah. <laughs> the spreadsheet, so I don't even touch the website and magic. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, yeah, we, we just, um, my team rewrote these titles, we uh, provided a, a additional reason to open this content, and uh, uh, it's not because of increasing um, ranking positions, uh, just to get more traffic with existing positions. Uh, okay, uh, tell me uh, your insights, how we can improve, uh, uh, not improve, uh, it's better to ask uh, how to add keywords to the pages, because for example when we have a list of keywords we need to add them and uh, i think 10 years ago we just put them you know to the context without uh, anything special i ask my copywriters please uh, add uh, five times ten times these keywords and yeah uh, i was right at that time because it worked today uh, i'm not sure because google can <laughs> analyze this uh, uh, content for a human you know it's uh, much better when it's simple to read tell more insights how to add keywords today uh, again, we're going to go back a little bit to what we discussed. And also, sure. I'm going to give you an example uh, from the law industry because I'm a little bit more familiar than other industries, right? If you uh, look for the keyword spousals, uh, alimony, uh, let's say New York or mm -hmm. alimony, uh, Chicago, alimony, Illinois, let's say like that. Uh, alimony is spousal support. You'll find that most uh, uh, first two or three uh, <clears throat> results don't even have the word alimony on the page although they rank number one for uh arguably an interest <laughs> a higher higher interest keyword right mm -hmm. uh, that brings in a lot of traffic and a lot of money for for the clients so uh, this what shows us that google is smart enough to know what alimony is although you don't have it on the page it shows the spousal support page which gives you the best again the results that you are looking for to put in the query that's quite the opposite of what happened 10 years ago when it was okay yeah. to have the same keyword in the title three times and uh, <laughs> do the the um, the article itself and, and so on uh, obviously th there needs to be a mix there needs to be a nice flow uh, google is not a human but he kind of like starts learning how to read human human like so if you sense that something's wrong it probably is so uh here's my magic actually read that and if it makes sense then it's good if it doesn't make sense you feel that something is exaggerated a little bit then do do, do something about it that's that's my approach uh you know uh, yeah, uh, i like this approach of course it's better to read and uh, uh you know uh, what we do uh, I, uh 
most shares study that if you use numbers in your title, you can increase CTR by 36%. HubSpot shares the study that if you use brackets in your title, you can increase CTRs by 38%. <laughs> and you know, uh, what we have done with all these studies, we just added uh, numbers and brackets to uh, these titles, you know, and yes, CTR was increased a few times uh, and even more, um, uh, some positions, by the way, uh, in, in increased as well with, with this uh, traffic. I know that Google uh, denies uh, that um, you can't increase ranking positions if people click uh, more often. But, uh, you know, of course, it's uh, we don't know the truth. Uh, perhaps indirect factor uh, helps at that point. But, you know, it's interesting that um, uh, we usually... Um, provide brackets numbers and some powerful words to these titles and yes that was magic you know nothing special but magic works it's <laughs> it transition for the print publishing era right back in the 50s 60s yeah. and so on all those te 10 things to know about uh, whatever or 17 uh, things to look out for when you're uh, want to lose weight and stuff like that so that's not something new and it's addressed to no surprise here to humans and not search algorithms. So adding numbers and checklists and so on is addressing human uh, the human needs. People mm -hmm. like like that. That's why Google likes it. Okay, I have the question about uh, Canadian SEO. How we compare Canadian and American SEO? For example, uh, uh, when I promote websites for Russian-speaking uh, countries, you know. Uh, it's not even close to <laughs> uh, websites uh, for the US and Canada. Uh, it's quite different, uh, different approaches, uh, methods of link building, uh, creating content. Yeah, of course, we have foundation, uh, similar stuff, but in most cases, uh, it's quite different. And uh, in my SEO agency, we have two teams uh, for Russian <laughs> and for English. Okay, uh, but uh, let's uh, dive to uh, Canadian and American SEO. Uh, do we have some difference there or not? So I take in that you don't do everything yourself. You don't write the content yourself. You don't build links by yourself and so on. You have a team. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Canadian and US. Uh, I've worked for, uh, I was serving the US, uh, some US companies uh, as well in my career. And I worked a little bit in, uh, well, you cannot say Europe because Ukraine, I'm originally from Romania. Ukraine, Romania, and France are three different markets, although they're all from Europe, right? So although you have, let's say, New York and Los Angeles, to opposite, they're a little bit different. It's not as different as uh, the uh, previous examples. Uh, so obviously, the Canadian market is uh, more close to the uh, to the uh, US one, and they uh, overlap on on many occasions. And also, the the most of eighty percent of the time, the intent is quite quite the same. But there are differences between uh, between uh, Canada and uh, and the U.S. Obviously, U.S. only if you take the numbers, right? Has it's close to the same same uh, same size, but has three hundred or something million people, uh, and Canada has fifty million people, not even so. Although yeah. the, the size is the same, so obviously when you are addressing those markets, the, the volume uh, the volume quite makes makes a difference and. Uh, one might say it's more challenging to to Canada because you kind of like have uh, less people. The competition is uh, more uh, more uh, fierce. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I guess that goes for for everything in life. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess I don't know. If that, okay. Uh, okay. Has an answer. 
Yeah, got it, got it. Okay, I have the question about uh, uh, about uh, specifying to some niche. For example, uh, do you think it's a good idea to uh, specify, uh, you know, to focus attention with uh, one topic? Uh, for example, uh, promote only gambling websites or weight loss or uh, lawyer or uh, SEO can uh, provide results uh, for any niches. <laughs> That's a tough question. From from a career perspective, it might mm -hmm. be better to start with a niche and also start start small, right? Do break your site uh, because inevitably you'll make mistakes. Break your site, uh, um, I don't know, uh, get uh, penalized and so on. But earlier in your career, then build a project that's successful and then replicate it. Usually, uh, a solid career starts within a small project that gets replicated within the same industry, and after a while, it gets spread. Some some are applicable on all industries. Mm -hmm. Then, being said, I've seen very very talented SEOs and digital marketers who was extremely successful in some campaigns. Let's say clothing. I've seen them, and I've known them myself here, and were comp uh, failed miserably when started mm -hmm. promoting not specifically yes on uh, using SEO right but digital marketing promoting a campaign with let's say fintech some some um, fintech or crypto or uh, whatever so it is not the same right there are some uh, overlapping elements and a good marketer knows what are those but each industry has its own own specifics and also you will know that once you are an expert in your field let's say weight loss Anatoly is a weight loss expert an SEO who is good on many other fields, let's say, will come to you for for to to you know to connect with you and to say, hey, I have this client, he's into weight loss. Let's have a chat or something like that. It happened to me, and uh, I guess it happened to you through your <laughs> to your career. Uh, somebody must have reached out for more insights where you had more more uh, more experience than that. I guess yeah, that's a, that's a start. My my opinion. Yeah. Okay. And you know, I think the fo focusing is good thing. It's good thing. But you know, for me, it's hard <laughs> because yeah. I started my SEO agency, and uh, we promote any websites uh, except some niches like adult. Uh, 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 but you know, even uh, right now, uh, I have a client uh, in crypto, uh, forex, uh, binary options, and uh, uh, what I've done with that, I started to learn more about this niche. For example, if I wanna get results, uh, you don't need to be a specialist, but you need to understand the topic. You know, uh, even when um, um, I got the client with weight loss supplements. I started to learn, you know, yes, I have time. When I research keywords, I check out the top 10 results. I can read their content and understand better. It's hard to ask your SEO expert, especially, you know, to know everything. Of course, <laughs> for us, it's better to know our topic. But specialization is must... Is must I don't know. It, it's possible, yeah. It's a good thing. Uh, I uh, I know some uh, people who specialize in one topic. That's okay, you know. But uh, in my uh, 
experience i usually uh, take uh, broad topics but uh, i started to learn more you know to get more insights to understand the content and yes it, it takes time it takes time but that's okay you know if you want to get results <laughs> it's better to do it okay uh let's talk about uh link building <laughs> i think that yeah uh SEOs don't like link building it's hard uh, but um, um some specialists uh well, like Brent Dean, he can provide great results with link building with white hat SEO. Um, okay, uh, tell me uh, how do you uh, create or earn or <laughs> any other methods uh, to get links to your clients' websites? Well, you just need to put the content out there and the links will, will follow. No problem. You just put the <laughs> overnight. No, obviously, mm -hmm. that's another part of of uh, the SEO manager's job is to to have uh, have people point out, give you uh, likes. Essentially, links are, are likes from other websites that vouch vouch for you, and it's the core and core element of the Google's algorithm, right? Yeah. So links ha have been and will be for 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 some time now, especially in the uh, niche industries, very small projects. This is how Google finds it and discovers it, and also kind of like trust. If I say to you, hey, uh, Anatoly, you want to work with this guy, I'm recommending you, you most, say, most likely say, okay, Emmanuel recommended him, so maybe uh, I'll give it a try. Uh, so it's the same principle, right? How I do yeah. it. I use everything uh, possible. I don't like to do, uh, uh, I wouldn't call them black hat techniques. Uh, I stay away from, from PBNs and all those, uh, those kinds of uh, link building schemes. But uh, whenever there's opportunity, and there are opportunities in almost any industry possible, uh, take that opportunity <laughs> um, from many different, uh, from uh, journalists who write about the subject, uh, services like Hero, and uh, also going back to, to Reddit, see what people are talking for, what are their sources, and so on. Competition, sometimes you already kind of like have uh, what kind of links you want to build in mind before creating the content let's say there's a study or something something like that you kind of like know where would you want to attract what kind of sites what kind of um, niches you want to address and you have once you have that in mind you can start reaching out obviously in time you develop some relationships and there's some also some good link uh, link um, building agencies that only focuses on that talking about specializations right so I have been uh, working through my, in my career with some people who are dedicated in that and develop some special mm -hmm. uh, relationships, some human relationship again that helps you in your career, uh, in your, uh, in your, um, with your project, right? You kind of like know, hey, I have this article from, let's say, a lawyer or a, a supplement uh, for a supplement website. Let's let's find out uh, what some good opportunities in LinkedIn to build some links to this uh, nice article. That's already great. Uh, and that's that's kind of like the the approach i have and obviously there are many many uh, ways that's why it's good to be specialized and there's people who specifically deals with link building uh you know you mentioned about black hat seo uh, black hat techniques and it's interesting i think that you know um i often get the question <laughs> uh, uh black hat works or not you know uh, i think it depends on your uh 
skills and knowledge. For example, Craig Campbell uh, always replies, of course it works, you know, I have great results with that. Uh, someone can proclaim, no, it doesn't work because I can't get results. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it depends on your skills. If you spend time learning about Black Hat SEO, I think you can get results with that as well. Even with PBN, you know, uh, I don't use them. I, do, I, I think it's... Uh, a, it's uh, uh, you, you should learn a lot uh, about PBN, how to create them, how to host them, how to save them, uh, because Google might find uh, all these PBN links. Uh, yes, but when I started to read more, I got it. No way, <laughs> I wanted to improve my skills with White Hat SEO. But even today, for example, guest posting is Black Hat SEO. If you can yeah. uh, call it uh, gray SEO <laughs> or any other uh, color, you know, what we can uh, use. Um, uh, even uh, uh, many methods, uh, it's like uh, Black Hat SEO, even uh, uh, reaching out to yes. uh, journalists, you can ask them for a link. It's against rules, Google's. But, you know, uh, I think that Google can punish for some methods uh, and uh, uh, don't touch other methods. Um, okay. Uh, uh tell more insights how to choose the right link building strategy for example uh, i have a new website i want to promote it to get results uh, and um, uh, we have uh, a bunch of methods uh, guest posting i don't know broken link building outreach pr many how to choose the right that will work for you must depend on the project as well uh, mm-hmm. but uh, i would start as you said the uh, broken links that's that's the easiest thing, competitors, right? See what's going on there, who ranks first and try to get those uh, those as well. Try to cover as much local uh, as you can if you're supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, see who's uh, who's uh, big in, in your field locally mm-hmm. and try to, to, uh, to establish a relationship. Uh, again, back to relationships because what yeah. is, is what these are uh, our links basically but human human links right try to develop uh, not just for link building but have some somebody who uh, who uh, is big in the local market let's say weight weight loss right supplements you want to address let's say new york you find a couple of shops or uh, a series of uh, of um, a chain of, of uh, i was looking for the word right of uh, uh, of shops and uh, have then partner up and make sure you get the backlink to you so you can uh, especially tie to that keyword to your branded keyword so kind of like give the proper signals to the search engine that they kind of like carry your products and, and so on i guess it depends on each one and uh, uh it's hard to give a, a just just one example but i will start with with competition and broken links because they tend to be mm-hmm. uh, the easiest way to actually see something and get something uh done as soon as uh, possible okay uh tell uh, more about tools uh, how to find links uh and which tools to use for example for broken link building or any other uh, link building techniques uh many tools available and uh I, my go-to tool is semrush i've been mm-hmm. using it for quite a while and that's where i uh, where i um, put the all my projects on most of my projects but i've been using rfs and mods and all those things as well so i would start with there they do a pretty good job of finding uh, your uh, broker links and your competitors and also uh, the ranking for uh, for your website the keywords and everything else so it encompasses everything that um, 
a pro online project might might need. So that's a good mm -hmm. tool that helps a lot. That being said, there's there's many others, and uh, I was quite surprised when I uh, there's this free tool, Broken Link Checker. You Google it, and mm -hmm. it finds uh, also on your website links that other tools uh, might not uh, might not find. I was quite surprised <laughs> by that. I did that experiment a while back. So always uh, on the lookout, but um, you know, uh, so many tools can be a little bit overwhelming, and. Uh, mm -hmm. One of my pet peeves is that I learn a dashboard, so I'm good with that. I don't want to learn or not necessarily want to add more more to that. So I'll personally stick with the with the SEMrush, and I will stick with one tool because all of them more or less do the same thing. Some more successfully than others. It's interesting that SEMrush uh, shares uh, checking links uh, for free. You know, uh, to uh, uh, before 2022. Uh, I think that uh, Simrush wanna share that uh, uh, today uh, data is more uh, bigger than HRFs have <laughs> has, and uh, uh, I analyzed, I check out free websites, and yes, uh, Simrush provides a lot more backlinks than HRFs, and it's free today. It's interesting because uh, Simrush uh, costs uh, uh, much more than yeah then many other similar tools and uh, yeah I, I, I think the main point is uh, from semrush uh, to show that uh, hrefs is not a leader anymore <laughs> not today semrush has uh, a lot more uh, backlinks and it's free yeah it's free you don't need to pay for them it also depends on the market right so for example i found that in uk uk agencies use more hrefs than mm -hmm. uh, any other tools right so I guess that's also a factor into popularity, but more or less they they do the same thing, and you eighty percent, ninety percent, you get the same results. But I guess we're looking for those ten or twenty percent that differentiate between the the others. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> so, uh, how much do you pay for Samrush? Uh, around the, that's the price uh, market is around 100 US dollars per month, right? For mm -hmm. uh, for a, a regular regular plan, and that goes for HF, mm -hmm. Semrush, and Mars, and uh, all mm -hmm. of them. Okay, got it. Okay, um, I have the question about um, how to find customers. You know, <laughs> I, I think oh. that uh, many of my uh, I don't know. Uh, I often get this question from my audience: uh, How to find customers? Uh, um, I am um, leading my SEO agency, or something like this. And of course, they wanna get clients. How, uh, tell your insights: How do you search for clients? How uh, you can convince them to cooperate with you? <laughs> That's probably the most important question in. Uh... <laughs> any business right yeah and probably sales are the core skills of any business person sometimes and you have probably met that uh great seos remarkable seos that fail miserably when they run their own stuff because they're mm -hmm. different set of skills sales and managing and also being talented at uh, what you do um there are many many options but my my approach is through education that's mm -hmm. one thing you also obviously you're doing the same thing because you have this podcast and you put lots of uh, lots of information out there through video through uh, content on your site and so on through through education sometimes you need to chase them and you kind of like develop a sense 
as we said here, SEO wears many hats and uh, quite often he also wears the sales hat as well, right? Because sell client is just, uh, there's always an opportunity to upsell or offer something, something, uh, something extra. And you kind of like develop that sense once you'll be working with, with, uh, with clients for, for a while, hey, but you'll need to do this. And obviously let's, let's build some links that that's something extra on top of what you're currently uh currently paying and so on but um uh, i believe uh, enhancing the your sales te technique and learn to to be a better salesperson that will help you uh my approach is through through education yeah uh you know i think that uh, content marketing content marketing works for me as well you know because uh for my uh, ukrainian russian agency we usually uh gets uh you know yeah we have we have a lot of traffic from uh, uh blogs uh from uh, uh youtube videos and yeah uh, and um, i use the same strategy for uh english-speaking countries you know to create a lot of educational content to help others because you know uh, uh most customers um, don't buy from unrecognizable brands if you can help them uh, uh if you can provide value they uh, can Remember you memorize and when the time will come, yeah, you can sell your services as well. Okay. And, uh, the challenge we talked uh, earlier about competing with Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that um, it's possible to compete with Amazon, but uh, not on Amazon field. You know, <laughs> it's better okay. to find another field. Uh, I found one strategy, interesting strategy. For example, when you check out the top 10 results and when you see uh, Amazon or any other uh, big popular websites, in the top 10 and if you check out their content it's irrelevant with keywords it's a big chance because google doesn't know what to show with these keywords that means uh, uh for example if you uh, uh i don't know any topics for example buy sneakers yes and uh, you can see amazon but uh, amazon uh, shows uh, dresses <laughs> i don't know any other clothes that means yeah you have the chance i'm not sure that amazon doesn't have content about sneakers perhaps it's not a good example but um, the point is uh when you search for uh, some specific keywords and you can uh, find wikipedia or amazon or any other popular websites uh, with irrelevant content it's the chance you know because Google doesn't know what to show with these results. <laughs> Again, what the user wants. Offer them what the user yeah. wants. We should be billionaires now because we cracked the code. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the last question. How my audience can find you, learn more about you, uh, and reach out to you? Mostly uh, on my website, it's manualp.com. So the way it's displayed here, E-M-A-N-U-E-L with a P from my name.com. And also I... Uh, I have a newsletter. I've launched it this year, 15 years later, but who's counting? How about some marketing.com? Simple as that. How about some marketing.com? And there's always something in it for, for my subscribers. Sometimes a book, sometimes a course that I offer for free, sometimes an incentive, a discount, and so on. So I highly recommend people to, to subscribe to my newsletter. <laughs> cool cool okay guys you can find all these links uh, in the description below uh whatever you listen to this audio podcast uh, spotify apple google it doesn't matter just check out uh, the description you can find all these mentioned links uh, reach out to emmanuel learn more about him uh order his services and thanks for listening to us see you next time cheers thank you so much anatoly have a great one everyone
Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.